You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. And today's topic, I want to discuss Black families and child support. Um, I know that this topic is always um, hot. And um, it's hot universal. So whether or not it's in um, Black families or white families or any other nationality, uh, but specifically in the black community, this is always a battle among um, black men and black women. Um, I've heard so many variations um, from the women's perspective of just not receiving the necessary financial support that they need for the children since women are primarily the caretakers of the children. Um, I've heard men uh, say that it's way too much, that they can't make a living. And um, if they get into child support issues uh, with the courts, the ramifications from that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So like I'm starting to realize I'm just going to go with the stats, okay? Because once you start talking about things from a collective, what I've noticed is people like to zero in on individualism and apply it across the board. So apply it as the collective. And you cannot do that, okay? So meaning whatever your individual situation is, That's your individual situation. If you want to talk on a collective level, you have to look at the statistics. Okay. I even know, you know, some people get into their own bubble and say, well, you know, everybody that I know do this. Everybody that I know is experiencing that. Well, yeah, that's everybody that you know, because more than likely you are around the same people that have the same values, the same ideas, the same um, economic status, et cetera, et cetera. So again, you cannot compare as a collective based on everybody you know. That's everybody that you know. You have to look at the stats. You have to look at at the data, okay? And that's exactly what we're uh, doing in the series, um, The Decline and Destruction of the Black Family, the Mohenhan Report. We pull the data coming from the Census Bureau, which represents a collective, okay? So we're going to do the same with Black families and child support. Now, I have two sources. Uh, The first one is, you know, the census report. Um, And I'm going to run through that. I may run through it really quick, but I also pulled a study 
that uh, went more comprehensive, okay, because the census report is just going to give you hard data, okay, and this particular study is actually studying that particular issue, all right, so um, let's real quick, and I say that, and now I got to go back and look <laughs> for my study that I just downloaded, so um, just a second here. Um, so we're going to look at first the uh, statistics from um, the Census Bureau. Okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, there's that report. Okay, I have everything I need. All right, I got everything I need. Okay, so let's use a little bit of technology here. Um, now... Let me just bring this up and then we can discuss it. Okay, so um, how did it switch to this? Oh, okay, I don't know why PDF does that. I don't know why, Adobe, why, 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 why? Okay, so um, as you can see, they took uh, this, let's see. How did they comprise of these? Uh, and remember, this is from, this was published in 2018. This is the latest one. Uh, but I think the data is from 2017. Um, okay, so the, this particular sample, uh, the CPS sample is based on the civilian non-institutional population of the United States. The sample is uh, located in 826 sample areas comprising of 1,328 counties and independent cities with coverage in every state in the District of Columbia, okay? So I hope you all understand what they're saying. They just used a sample. Okay, a sample of the data. Okay, um, so y'all, it's been a while since y'all done done science classes like me. <laughs> Remember when you used to take out of the total of your study, you used to take samples, various samples from the different areas you wanted to study in order to come to a conclusion and do some comparison. So that's what they're saying. All right. So I'm not going to go into all of that, you know. And again, this is from um, Child Support Supplement 2018. This was the latest data that they had out there. This is when it was published, but I think this data is from 2017. Uh, from the census.gov. All right. Now I'm kind of burnt up because now I have to go back and find where I was. I think I was on uh, four. I hate that it jumps like that. I promise y'all I had it up and I might have to come back if I can't find what I'm looking for because it took me a while to find what I was looking for. <sighs> so I might have to come back to this one family because soon as I clicked on it, it um, 
messed me up with where I was at. Yep, I'm going to have to come back to this one because it went into details on breaking down uh, the amounts paid, uh, the amounts fully paid, the amounts uh, partially paid, the amounts where folks did not get anything at all. It broke it down by race. It broke it down uh, by if the father had custody, if the mom had custody. Uh, it even went into the age group. All right. So a matter of fact, I'm going to pause because I really, really want you all to see that. Uh, and I'll be right back and we're going to get into it. So bear with me. Okay, here we go. Child, I'm scared to click. All right. I didn't do it that time. I don't know why Adobe does that sometimes. It had totally jumped to a total total other place in the report. So uh, let's make sure we're recording. Yep, we are recording. All right, so um, this is based on 2017, but this particular report from uh, the census.gov, it was literally published in 2018, and this is the latest report, all right? Okay, so I'm assuming maybe by the end of this year, they'll update this report. Um, yeah, because we just had a census recently, so we'll, we'll see. But nonetheless, this is the recent report, the latest one they have out there. So this is annual child support payments supposed to be received and actually received by sex this is in 2017. These numbers are in the in the thousand. Okay, now remember, this is just a sample. Okay, they took a sample population from across the country. So when you see these numbers, don't think, oh, that's really low. Yes, it's low because they only did it by sample. This is not total. This is a sample across the population. So, uh, supposed to receive child support payments in 2017, custodial parent, uh, that's how many, remember, in this sample that was supposed to receive it by mother, 40, I'm sorry, I should have read the number, by the sample case, 5,429 custodial parents were supposed to receive child support in 2017, uh, out of that 5,000, uh, 5,400, let's say, 4,600 of them were women or mothers. Uh, 828 were fathers. What is the mean 20, 2017 child support payments? Mean amount supposed to be received. Um... So they're saying 5,000, let's just say 5,500 as a total as a custodial parent. Uh, for the mother, uh, 5,500 still. Actually, a, a, a couple of dollars higher because it was 50, uh, 55.80. For custodial father, 51.77. Okay, so wasn't that much difference, which is interesting. Wasn't that much difference 
on what the father was supposed to receive and what the mom was supposed to receive. So it wasn't that much different. Okay, what was received, or they said the mean amount received. Child. Whew. So they were supposed to receive <coughs> a mean, or you could say average. Mean means a little bit different. Because uh, average, they kind of add up the totals and then they divide by the number of totals. What a mean is, is that you look at the overall numbers and then you take the medium number, okay, or the the, the most uh, amount of times that number is shown or the closest to it. Okay, because... Uh, Average can throw your numbers off. So that's why uh, folks use mean or medium sometimes. Okay, so with mean, the amount that was supposed to be received, so out of the 5,000, the 5,500, overall parents, custodial parents, received 3,400. For the mothers, custodial mothers, they received 3,500. And for the custodial fathers, they receive 3000 Okay, so that's not looking too good versus what the parent was supposed to receive versus what they actually got. And so they show the deficit between what the, the custodial parents were supposed to receive and what they got. And of course, um, they come up short. Okay, so overall... It's uh, $2,088 coming up short. For the mother, it's pretty much the same, $2,075. For the father, $2,155. So again, these numbers are not looking good on the child support that is supposed to be received by a custodial parent. Okay, now... Let's be clear, these numbers are based on a sample size across the United States. And it's also, um, excuse me, family, it's also all races included, right? We'll get into a little bit more specifics in a second. So aggregate uh, 2017 child support payments in the billions. Child. Woo, baby. That answered my question, whether it was uh, millions or billions. Um, wow. I tell you. Right, let's go through these numbers. Okay. <clears throat> <coughs> Sorry, family. I tell you, every time I... Uh, I'm recording. It's a distraction. I could be sitting here um, doing my thing. And then as soon as I start to record <laughs> or go live, it's distractions. <clears throat> so, child support supposed to be received. Now, they said in the billions, right? So, Overall, custodial parent, 30-something, uh, 30, 30. It was an even 30. 
for mothers, 25. For fathers, four. Child, that's a lot. So 30 billion overall was supposed to be received. And um, mothers, out of that 30 billion, 25. Fathers, out of that building, a billion, 4.3. Just a second, family. Wow. So now we have um, child support actually received. These numbers are straight pitiful, fam. This is a straight disgrace. So out of the 30 billion overall that was supposed to be received by custodial parents, so that's a total, that's, a total between the mother and the father, only 18 billion was received. For the mothers, only 16 billion were received. For the fathers, 2 billion was received. Aggregate child support deficit, yep, so meaning. Folks didn't receive what they were supposed to receive. So overall, it's an $11 billion deficit. For the mothers, it's a $9 billion deficit. And for the fathers, it's a $1 billion deficit. Almost two for the fathers if you want to round up. And almost 10 for the mothers if you want to round up. Okay. Percentage of, of, of aggregate actually received. So <clears throat> out of 100, they're saying overall 62% was received. Um, for the mother, 62%. And for the fathers, 58%. Okay. Right. So although some people may think that these numbers are good uh, with over 60% receiving it and almost 60% with the fathers receiving it and 62% with the mothers receiving it. If you look at the deficit, that's still not good. And the fact, what about the other almost 40% of children not receiving child support okay all right um so this next chart <coughs> excuse me they're going over child support payments um median amount supposed to be received um amount supposed to be received less than 500 and they're giving you the different categories and so for um to save some time here, I'm just going to go over the uh, top, middle, and um, the last two numbers. So less than 500 um, <clears throat> overall, 205. 
for the mothers, 174. For the uh, fathers, 31. Okay, so less than $500. Okay. Um, and I'm going to jump to, what's this number? 2,000 to um, 2,499. <clears throat> Overall, 491. For the mothers, 393. For the fathers, $98. Uh, and then the highest in this category, 5,000 to 7,499. Now, what I don't know, and I am assuming that these numbers are by the month. That's what I am assuming. Okay. So this is the highest category. The amount supposed to be received. Uh, medium 5,000 to 7,000. Let's just say 75. Well, no, let's say um, 7,499. Overall, a thousand folk. Mothers and fathers were supposed to receive it. Out of that 1,896, mothers were supposed to receive it. 142 of the fathers. So, and I'm assuming again, this is monthly child support payments. The, the 5,000 to 7,499, that is the, uh, the largest group of child support payments. Uh, the next one was 10,000 or more, <clears throat> 662 parents are supposed to be receiving it. Uh, 575 mothers, 87 fathers. And then the next highest category, I'm just going to go over this so you all can see it. Uh, 4,000 to 4,099 or almost $5,000. Um, overall parents, uh, 764. Now remember, we're working out of a, a sample size family. We're working out of a sample size. <clears throat> 665 of the mothers, 99 of the fathers, okay? All right. So when we go over received, when we go over received, child, none is the highest category. So just straight didn't get anything. Highest category of all out of the sample size. Remember, this is the sample size. Uh, 1,637 for the mothers, 1,318 for the fathers, 318. Okay. So, uh, $1 to $499. Child, this is the, this, this is a high number. Out of this sample size, so 428 parents, a mother and father, that should have received between that amount, 
$1 to $499. The mother, $362. The father, $67. Child. Okay, so I'm just going to jump to the next number. Uh, the next highest number, that category is $2,000 to uh, $2,499. mothers and fathers in the sample size sh uh, should have received, medium amount received, amount received, should receive, uh, and so for mothers, 347, for fathers, 39. Okay, so I'm going to jump to the next highest number of what was received. So 5,000 to the 7,499. So out of the sample, the mothers and fathers, 627 parents uh, should receive uh, or receive, sorry, medium amount received, 5000 to 7499 The women in this category, 559 The men, 68 Okay. $10,000 or more uh, received. You have, for both mother and fathers, you have 414 Remember, this is out of a sample size. Uh, for women, 350. For men, 64. But I want you all to see, out of the amount received, out of the sample size, and remember they took the sample size based on um, a sample from across the country, I think they said they excluded D.C. I will have to go back to up, up top. But nonetheless, they took this, these samples from across the country. The highest category on the amount of child support received, the medium amount received, meaning the highest ones was folks that didn't even pay nothing. Okay, right? The folks that pay the net, the most, um, the met, the the most numbers of folks that got child support with the amount that they received was the five thousand to seven thousand four hundred and ninety nine. Uh, the next category was the two thousand to two hundred and uh, uh, 2,400 was the next category. And then the last one was a 10,000 or more. Okay. But just by these numbers alone with the sample size, there is an issue with folks not paying child support. There is an issue with folks not paying child support. And specifically with men not paying child support. Now remember, this is all people. People. <laughs> this is both men and women. Um, and it's both, uh, it's all races. 
So when I'm giving you right now the number of the medium amount received and on this list, the highest was folks just ain't straight up ain't even paying. All right, so uh, you can see the income. Um, we're just going to run through this real quick. So it looks like, uh, let's see. Personal income, 39000 overall. For women, 35000 for men, fifty-nine thousand. Medium total personal income, uh, twenty-nine. Okay, so they're just giving you different statistics here. Twenty-nine. Uh, overall, twenty-six. They're calculating the stats differently. That's what they're doing between the medi the mean and the medium. Twenty-six thousand for women, forty-seven thousand for men. The mean family income, so that's uh, 62000 overall, uh, 59000 for women, uh, 79000 for men. Okay, and I'm not going to go over the, the median because it's just two different ways to calculate it. The mean household income. Um, I don't know what they distinguish between household and family and personal. Maybe it's the way it's filed on income taxes. So I'm not sure on that family, how they're distinguishing uh, between them. But anyhow, overall, they're saying 70000 for women, 67000 for men, 86,000, okay? So remember, this is based on a population sample across the country. So that's including black, white, Latina, whatever category, racial category you want to break down. So based on these stats, uh, the men clearly make more income, okay? Remember, this data is based on 2017. Okay, um... So these, we're going to, um, I'm going to get into the other thing. I'm going to get into the, the study. Um, but just real quick, um, you can see based on their samples, total parent ever requesting assistance, 2,600. Total contacts with agency for assistance, 6,800. And they're even breaking down here, total contact with uh, their reasons for contacting the agency, uh, location of other parent, 841. Um, so let's just break that down by stats. That makes more sense. So location of other parents, 12%. Establishment of paternity, 3%. I was shocked at that. I thought that would be higher. I thought establishment of paternity, to be honest, I thought that would be higher. So I guess that's <laughs> them doggone court shows. That's not really the case. So that was interesting. I found that very interesting because that's low, 3%, which is a good thing. Okay, establishing a legal agreement or court award, 26%. 
collection of child support to be received, 27%. Changing legal child support award, 9%. Okay, so that's slow. The 9% is low. Obtaining health insurance, 6%. Getting um, TAF or Medicaid, I'm assuming that's welfare, or Medicaid, 15%. Okay, so now they're breaking it down by um, contact with agency, um, by mothers, Okay, so as you can see, out of that 2,600, 2,300 of the contacts were the, the uh, mothers. And the reason, location of other parent, 12%. Um, establishment of paternity, 4%. Establishing a legal agreement or court award, 25%. Collection of child support to be received, 27%. Changing legal child support award, 9%. Obtaining health insurance, 6%. And getting um, welfare or Medicaid, 15%. So for the fathers out of that uh, 2,600 ever requesting assistance, uh, 392. Now remember, let's just keep in mind this is these are a sample size, okay, across the population. These aren't the raw numbers. These, this is a sample size. Okay, so um, total contact with agency for assistance. This is for custodial fathers, um, 788. Okay, and we're going to go over reasons for contact with the agency, location of other parent, 12%. So that's kind of running neck and neck with the women. Establishment of paternity. Okay, they didn't even bother. The men didn't even bother. Which I really find this interesting because even the overall numbers were really low with establishing paternity. Um, even with the women, it's low, 4.2%. And with the men, it couldn't even, it obviously showed up as zero. So I find that very, very interesting. That is extremely interesting. Okay? So I hope you all understand also why you need to look at the data. So based on your situation or what, the people around you say this, that, and the third, or the narratives you hear on YouTube and all of that jazz, look at the raw data. Look at the data. Look at the studies. Because I straight would have expected this to be higher in both categories with as far as paternity. Uh, establishing a legal agreement or court award, 244. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. I said I'm just going to go by percent. I apologize. Establishing a legal agreement of court award, 31%. Okay, so the men were actually higher than the women. Now, remember, this is all racist across the board. But that's still, uh, that kind of tripped me out there. 
collection of child support supposed to be received. And again, the men, they're higher. So for mothers, it was 27%. For men, it was 28%. Okay. So this, this is really, really interesting data. So the the dads or the fathers that are taking care of their children, they kind of run it neck and neck. Although it is a really, really small amount, which that's no surprise to us because we know overall across the board that the mother is the um, provider, the primary provider that's across the board. But even with the small sample of the fathers who are taking care of their children as the uh, sole parent, hats off to you, first of all, fathers, although hands down, hats off to the mother, because that's a huge responsibility. But hats off to you, fathers, as well, because it's a huge responsibility. And as you can see, not a lot of fathers do it. But this is really an interesting number that in this sample size that you all were just one percentage over with the funds that you were supposed to receive in child support. Okay. Um, changing legal child support award, 7.5%. Okay. So a little bit lower than what the women had, which they had 9.6%. But again, family, those numbers are relatively low. I expected for that to be higher, okay? But again, that's based on what I'm hearing other people say. But this is what the data actually says. Obtaining health insurance, uh, 6.1, okay? So about even with the women and um, getting welfare or Medicaid is neck and neck, neck and neck. Right. Okay. So um, let's get into the other data. I know they had broke it down to, oh, I know it was something else. All right, y'all. I know. I know. I know. I said, I'm, I'm still going to jump over to the study. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Okay. So you can see the marital status. All right. Um, overall married. You can see uh, 2,100. Uh, I don't know what those two numbers meant. These three across the board, I don't know what they're talking about there. Um, full pay out of the... Yeah, this is sad. Out of um, full pay, 500 and... Five, this is sad, out of part pay, 300, out of did not receive payment, 329, child support not awarded, 880. Okay, so they break it down the first marriage. Um, you can see those numbers. I'm not going to go over all of this. Divorce and remarriage, you see those numbers. Divorced. Uh, this is interesting. So the highest number in this category when they're going over receive, did not receive, um, child support not awarded, 
the highest numbers in these cat in this category are never married. Okay? It's the highest out of the sample. And um, full pay out of that sample of 4,900, 700, and, uh, let's just say 700 got it. Full payment, partial pay, uh, 450, let's say, did not receive payment, 562, child support not awarded, uh, 2,800. The second highest category are divorced folk, right? So the divorced folks out of the 4,100 people, um, the full pay was nine. Those that got full pay out of that 4,100 was 963. Part pay, partial payment was 441. Did not receive payment was 564. Child support not awarded was eighteen hundred. Okay, so the highest in this chart are married, divorced, never married, and the leading one is never married. The second one is divorced, and then married. Okay. Uh, here's the race and ethnicity, and then we're going to jump over to, uh, the study. Okay. <clears throat> so now based on this overall, this is a sample size. Remember across the population, they're going to break it down by race. So white, um, 8,700 and... Full pay, um, eighteen hundred. Part pay, one thousand. Did not receive payment, one thousand. Support not awarded, four thousand. White alone, non-Hispanic. Uh, child, I don't know what category that's supposed to mean. So I guess all over. Uh, Oh, all other races beside Hispanic. Uh, 6,100 who received full pay, 1,400 part pay, 752 uh, did not receive payment at all, 853. Support not awarded, 2,600. For black folk, uh, 3,200 received pay. 493, partial pay, 238, did not receive payment, 394, not awarded, uh, 1,900, Hispanic, 2,900, full pay, 487, partial pay, 275, did not receive payment, 319, support not awarded, uh, 1600, right? So if you break it down by age, um, you have, which whew, I don't, I didn't even know they were making 15 year olds to 17 year olds. I don't know how they going to pay child support, but, um, 
but okay, but you see those low numbers. So if the highest category, now I'm not fenced to sit up here and lie, y'all. This blew me away because you know what I expected this to say? I expected it to be between the 18-year-olds to 29-year-olds. I expected that to be the highest category of child support. But no, you know what it is? It's the old heads. Child, I'm just, child. Mm -hmm. It's the old heads, 40 and over. It's the old heads. Literally. It is the old heads. Okay, but, so 40 and over, uh, 5,700. Full pay, 1,000, uh, well, let's say 1,300. Partial pay, 360. Did not receive, 743. Uh, not awarded, 2,800. Then the next category are 30 to 39-year-olds. That's the second highest out of the little sample group. Okay? So 4,500. Um, full pay, 846. Partial pay, 668. Did not receive payment, 569. Support not awarded, uh, 2,000. So the 18 to 29 year olds were the least. Okay, so 2,600 total. Full pay, 266 which that's low. That's low, but okay. Uh, partial pay, 273. Did not receive payment, 320. And support not awarded, 1,500. Okay? So it's old heads. Y'all the ones going up in court. Or have to go up in court. Next is the 30 to 39-year-old. Okay. Now remember, this is overall across the populace. Okay, it's not breaking down by race. They broke it down by race up here, and uh, these race and uh, race numbers by child support that lines up to the population. Excuse me. Okay. Right, so you can see um, education. Uh, I found this interesting too. Uh, a little bit interesting, a little bit interesting because I did not expect uh, educated people to be the one, two, Three, the third one on the list. The one with the least was associate's degree. The one with the highest, which makes sense because as we're going over that Mohenhan report and we're looking at the statistics for poverty, 
uh, in the state of the black family, and that was from the 40s all the way up until, uh, what was it, 63, we are seeing in that report that poverty leads directly to single-parent households, and we're talking in the black community, single-parent households and poverty, okay, and education, okay? So this number doesn't surprise me that high school grad or GED are the highest uh, concerning child support. Uh, some college, no degree is the next in line. And then the next one, this one was what shocked me. Bachelors or more. That, that straight shocked me. Okay. Associate's degree um, was the least. So that, that, that one shocked me. Um, so they break it down from the number of children present from absent parent. So the highest category was one. The next one was two, three, and then four or more. Okay. All right. And then the last one I wanted to go over was, um, Programs participated in, so one or more programs, uh, 5,200 out of the sample. Medicaid, 3,600. So that's quite high family. Uh, food stamps, uh, 3,500. Public housing or rent subsidy, I thought that would be higher out of the sample, but 1,100. Um, I don't know what this... I don't know if that's just general welfare, T-A-N-F. I'm assuming it is. 410. General assistance of, or other welfare, 178. Okay. All right. So, as you can see, um, SNAP, food stamps, and Medicaid are the highest. I thought the public assistance would be higher. So folks can't sit up and say that women, and I'm, I'm going to mainly say women since they have the highest numbers receiving child support, can't sit up and say that a lot of women are just sitting up getting um, free rent subsidies. Especially as it relates to this group that are receiving child support. Now, the numbers may be a lot higher if they're not in the child support um, system or stats. Okay? But definitely, they qualify for Medicaid and they qualify for food stamps as well. All right? Okay, so remember, this is from the Census Bureau. This data is uh, 2017. Now, let's jump over to um, this particular study. Child support 
in black and white racial differences in the, the, in the award and receipt of child support during the 1980s. Okay. Um, okay. So this came up out of the um, John Graham Rutgers uh, State University of, of Jersey. Right, let me blow this up a little bit. And I guess it was a joint venture between um, Andrea Bella, uh, U of I, at Urbana-Champaign. Objective. Black mothers living with own children whose fathers reside elsewhere are far less likely than white mothers to have child support awarded and to receive payments due to them. The purpose of this paper is to explain these large racial difference differentials in child support methods. This research analyzes data from the first four child support supplements to the current population study. So 1979 to 86, to assess to what extent racial difference, uh, differentials in awards and receipts can be explained by racial differences in parental characteristics. Results, racial differentials in award rates can be fully explained by the higher incidence of out-of-wetlock out births among black mothers and the lower incomes of black men. All right, so let me just pause real quick because as we're going over that Mohan report, excuse me, <clears throat> we are actually looking at the data and we are seeing that, um, well, back then, it, well, yeah, it was out of wetlock births, although it's higher today than it was back then. Um, but the link was definitely uh, the father not being in the home, as well as the father having low income. Okay, so now fast forward, this is 1979 to 86. Same thing. Okay, some of the same thing, not some of the same things, the same thing, all right? By contrast, racial dif uh, differentials in receipt rates and amounts are not fully explained by these other socioeconomic factors. Conclusion, unexplained differentials in child support receipts result from behavioral differences by race and perhaps from unequal treatment or unequal treatment by or access to the child support system. Increased resources by state child support enforcement offices directed towards black mothers may well be warranted. Black women had a disproportionate share of single parent families, poor families, and families on aid to families with dependent children in 1990, 51% of black children under the age of 18 <sighs> compared with 16% of white children live with their mothers only. U.S. Census Bureau of Census, 1991. 
47% of black mothers, 1.3 million, with children whose fathers live elsewhere, had income below the poverty level. 26% of comparable white mothers did 1.8 million. In 1991, 40% of AFDC recipients were black. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. All right, hold on, fam. All right, here we go. Child support in black and white. Single parent mother only families, black and white, exhibit high rates of poverty and welfare dependency for many reasons. But one contributing factor has begun to receive increasing attention. Too many non custodial fathers provide little or no financial help in the form of child support payments. For example, in 1990, 43% of all eligible mothers without a child support award had incomes below the poverty level, while just 22% of those receiving child support did. U.S. Bureau of Census, 1991. Perhaps in recognition of this, the first section of the Family Support Act of 1998, I'm sorry, 1988, mandated improvements in how states award and collect child support. Okay, so do y'all understand that? That should be pretty self-explanatory. But in other words, um, mothers who didn't receive child support have a higher percentage of being or of, or of living below the poverty level. So that means if the mothers are the custodial parent and they're living below the poverty level, that means the children are living below the poverty level. And what is the root cause of that? Too many non-custodial fathers provide little or no financial help in the form of child support payments. If inadequate child support outcomes have contributed to high rates of poverty and welfare dependence, generally they may also help explain differences by race. Evidence from repeated national surveys in the 1980s show that black mothers are less than half as likely as white mothers to have a child support award and among those who receive support, Blacks receive about 30% less. Among all mothers eligible for support, Blacks can expect to receive 73% less than whites. Some differences in child support outcomes by race may be expected. For example, mothers who have never been married are much less likely to have an award. And black mothers from, I'm sorry, and black mothers form a disproportionate share of the never married population. Also, child support payments tend to be positively related to fathers' income. And black men generally have lower than average incomes. Okay, so... As we're going over the Decline and Destruction series, 
of the black families and the Mohan report and that particular data was comprised from 1940 to 1963 Without the black father being in the household, uh, the poverty level is much higher. And then also black men's income as related to other men's income is very low. Okay, and it says um, here, and black men generally have lower than average incomes. Okay. In this paper, we show that the racial differential in award rates can be fully explained by racial differences in marital patterns and average male incomes, but that a significant portion of the differential in receipts remains unexplained. Understanding to what extent child support differs by race and why is a necessary prelude both to improving child support outcomes and to reducing racial disparities in poverty and welfare generally. Data and methodology. Child support payments are legally mandated financial transfers from a non-custodial to a custodial parent. In the United States today, most pay payments are from fathers to mothers. Right, and we saw that in the Census Bureau data that we just went over. The Bureau of Census surveyed mothers about child support for the first time in April 1979. Okay, so as we're going over that Mohan report, which um, goes up to 1963, I am assuming that's why they didn't have any child support numbers in there. Okay, because they just started uh, tracking it in 1979. In a special supplement to its monthly current population survey, okay? So, they just answered my question, okay. With some modifications, this supplement was repeated in 1982 and every two years thereafter. In this paper, we study the child support. The child support outcomes of about 15,000 mothers drawn from the first four surveys from 1979 to 1986, all right? So y'all see how they're, uh, they're giving you their sample size and the years, okay? The CPS has both strengths and weaknesses for the study of child support. Foremost among its strengths is that it is one of the few samples that is nationally representative of all mothers eligible for support. Among such samples, it is perhaps the only one large enough to study racial and marital subsets of the total eligible population, okay? So it's just exactly when we went over uh, the child support numbers with the Census Bureau information. That's why I kept saying throughout, this is a sample across the country, yada, yada, yada. 
Thus, for example, we do not know the absent father's current income nor his income at the time of the award. We know whether or not a mother has an award, but not when it was established. We know how much support she was due and received in the year prior to the study, but not how much was initially awarded, nor how much was due or received in other years. These submissions force us to make several compromises in our empirical work. Lacking data on award amounts and on the year of the award, we use the value of support due in the year prior to the survey and the year of the mother's marital disruption as proxies. Lacking data on father's income, we control for his ability to pay support based on human capital characteristics of the mother, which, assuming positive um, assortative mating, may be similar to his own. So in other words, if daddy is dodging that child support, they can't pick him up in the system. So meaning he's not working a traditional nine to five where, you know, they can track it through that W2, W4. They use um, the mother's economic situation um, as a basis. Okay. And just on that real quick, this is what I found out. Men that have dodged child support, um, so meaning they couldn't track the man down because usually with child support, how they track that man down is through working that 9 to 5, so that W-2 um, slash W-4. They can't track you down don't think that you fencing to get up, get away with it. Because you know how they usually get men? Is when men get to the eligibility age of... Um, they can draw on... Um, what do you call it, y'all? When you get ready to retire. It's not um, SSI. It might be SSI. Shoot, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, the retirement funds that you pay into. Okay, so, you know, some men may think, okay, you know, my children are technically grown. I am going to go ahead and get back in the workforce from the, you know, doing a nine to five, getting a W-2 slash W-4. Uh, because all these years I was, getting money under the table, as folks call it, um, that wasn't being reported. So I was unable to be detected to get that child support. You ain't escaping it because they still going to come back to you and they're going to make you pay back all of those years of unpaid child support. And they're going to garnish your wages. And from what I've heard brothers complain about, it's a hefty amount. I'm just saying. Okay? So if you're currently playing that game that I'm going to get paid under the table, this, that, and a third, because of child support issues, 
you don't want garnishments, just note that if you have ever paid into um, the retirement system, Social Security, Social Security, if you've ever paid into Social Security, I'm assuming it stands for SSI, and you think you finna collect, no, I think not. You're going to have to pay that back. Okay? So just to put it out there, because the men that I have heard complain about child support, and then I think about it, I'm like, wait a minute, your babies are grown. Oh, you owe back child support. So now you angry because of what now, bruh? You thought you was finna get away with, no, nah, I don't want to hear none of that. Go on up in that court and explain that. So I'm just putting it out there. Um, that's just what I've heard me and talk about. And um, it's just something to consider if that's the situation that you're in. All right. Okay. So we also control for his ability to pay with aggregate data on medium male incomes by year and race. And in our analysis of receipts, we control for ability to pay by the use of the amount of support due. An, over, an overview of child support by race. According to the Census Bureau, the total population of women eligible for child support, i.e. mothers age 18 or older with one or more own children under the age of 21, whose father lives elsewhere, was 7.1 million in 1979 and grew to 8.8 .8 million by 1986 u.s bureau of census about 25% of those of these mothers were black and 20% had never been married table one shows mean child support awards and the receipt outcomes by race and marital status for the periods of 19 79 to 86, child. So let's go look at, um, hopefully, okay, they're going to show it in the next one. Awards. The first column in table one shows the percent of mo mothers eligible for child support who obtained an award and were due payments, payment in the year prior to the survey. All right, so this is the data. Okay, so uh, white. So this is mean child support outcome of women by race and marital status. So this is over 1979 to 86. But remember, these were the payments in 85. Okay, the data we were going over earlier, um, that was from 2017. Okay, so because remember, this is a study. Okay, so they went back and pulled these years. Okay, so white uh, award rate among all eligible for support. So for white, 57%. Um, ever married was uh, 63%. Never married. 11%. For black, okay, because remember this is among all eligible for support. 
For black, 24%. Um, ever marry, 37%. Never marry, 11%. Uh, the rate among all due support, 73%. Ever marry, 73%. Never marry, 73%. Um, and then they say uh, black, 68%. Ever marry, 66%. Never marry, 73%. The next one, uh, payment received among all receiving uh, support. So I'm not sure if this is monthly family. I'm going to assume that it is. Let's see down here. They're saying uh, note N equals number of cases. Oh, okay. But they don't say what the amount is. So I don't know if this amount is monthly. White, 2,600. Um, ever married, a uh, little bit over 2,600. Never married. 1,200, okay, that's the white numbers. For blacks, dang, off the bat, you can see it's going to be lower. 1,800 for payments. Um, ever married, $2,000. Never married, um, 1,100. Payment received among all eligible 1100 white ever married 1200 never married 107 Woo, that's low for black dang off the black off, off the riff black a lot lower 302 ever married 506 never married 95 dollars what the heck can somebody do with $95? Chow. All right, let's go back up here. For short, we refer to... Sorry, I didn't mean to make y'all uh, dizzy. For short, we refer this to, to this as the award rate. This is not the usual measure of award rate, but given our interest and support received, it is a more useful one. On average, between 1979 and 1986, 57% of white mothers compared with 24% of black mothers had an award and were due support. Award rates also vary by marital status. Among whites, ever married mothers were more than five times as likely as never, as never married mothers to have an award among blacks, they were more than three times as likely. Mothers who have never been married to their children's father may have difficulty locating him and providing or um, proving paternity two steps prior to obtaining a, an award. Never married fathers may be reluctant to support children they have never lived with. Receipts. Not all mothers do child support receive it or receive the full amount they are due. The second column in the table shows that the uh, receipt rate, that is the percent 
heritage of mothers do support who receive something. Like award rates, receipt rates differ by race and marital status, but not as not nearly as much. On average, 73.6% of white mothers compared with 68% of black mothers receive at least some of the support due to them. Among whites, ever married and never married mothers were about equally likely to receive support. Among blacks, never married mothers were actually more likely to. The third column in table one shows mean child support receipts. Among mothers who received some, on average, whites received, oh, that was annually? Baby, I thought that was monthly. On average, whites received 2,600 annually, while blacks received 1,800, about 30% less. 2,600 annually? Child, what can you do with 2,600 a spread across 12 months? Child, let me continue. I straight thought, let me just go on and continue. One reason black mothers receive less support is that they are owed less. Among all mothers who actually receive support, blacks were due 23% less than whites. On average, whites were due 3,100, while blacks were due 2,300 as a proportion of what they were owed. White mothers received 84%, while black mothers received about 76%. (sighs) These numbers are just disgusting. I did not expect, I thought that was a monthly number, y'all, and I don't care if this was back in the 80s. 2,600 for the entire year? Child, whatever. (sighs) Expected payments, putting it all together. Oh, I just also wanted to point out, we should understand that the reason black folk or black women were owed less is because of... uh, their father, their um, the father of their children's income being less. All right, so expected payments, putting it all together. Define expected child support payments as the mean amount of child support received average over the total eligible, eligible child support population. This can be found by multiplying the award rate by the uh, receipt rate. By average receipts, this product is shown in the last column of Table 1. Between 1979 and 1986, mean expected annual child support payments were $1,100 to whites, dang, and $302 to black mothers? Child, wait a minute. I done straight got a... Mm, 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 mm. I done got a so-and-so headache, y'all. Between 1979 and 1986, mean expected annual, 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 
child support payments were $1,100 to whites and $302 to black mothers for an overall racial gap of $799. So even the $1,100 for a total year that the white men were paying, that's Child, that's less than $100 a month. And for the black mothers, for the year, $302? Are you kidding me? For the entire year, $302. And this is data comprised from 1979 to 1986. It could be shown that about two-thirds of the racial gap in expected child support payment is due to the differences by race in award rates and one-third to differences in receipts. That is, if we allow mothers to exhibit different award rates by race, but assume all women do support receive the same amount, then a simple decomposition. Decomposition shows that racial differences in award rates account for 51 to 79% of the differential in expected payments, depending upon whether receipts are assumed to be black or white averages. This finding has two important implications. First, understanding why payments differ so markedly by rate, race is largely a question of why there is a racial difference in award rates. Second, policies aimed at narrowing race differences in, in award rates are likely to be the single most effective way to narrow the racial differential in child support payments overall. Okay. So I'm going to stop here because we're only on page seven, child, and I know I'm probably about two hours in. We're going to pick up on a part two of this. Woo, child. We'll pick up on a part two. Uh, again, I just want to put out here, I am purposely doing these particular podcasts on... Um, Black families, now I'm narrowing in on child support. I am purposely doing this because within the black community, it is all of this debate going on of who's right, who's wrong, what this one should be doing, what that one should be doing, what black men should be doing, what they ain't doing, what black women should be doing, what they ain't doing. And it's based on perception. So all of it is based on perception on individuals' experiences and trying to compare that to what is really going on as the collective. And let's be quite frank. Somebody's lying. If you look at these numbers... And you have X amount 
of men claiming one thing, but the data shows the true picture. Okay? I am doing this because we should not have to be going back and forth around the block up the corner regarding issues of poverty in the black community, regarding issues of single motherhood in the black community, regarding issues of black fathers not being in the home, regarding issues of welfare, regarding issues of child support. There should be no arguments up the block around the corner. What does the raw data say? What does the data say? Are we going to keep arguing, quite frankly, like children? Or are we going to look at the data and start having honest conversations? Are we going to take this data and as women have conversations among women about this data, as men have conversations among men about this data, and as parents have conversations with our children about this data, that is the purpose of me doing this. Because what I don't like, now this is just me, how I roll. I don't like going up the corner, around the block with anybody. That's just me. I'm not going to argue with you over what you say in the collective is when all we have to do is go pull statistics to prove what is really happening as a collective. Because I'm not here to point fingers at one group or another. I'm not here to coddle men. I'm not here to coddle women. This is about root issues. What are the root issues? What are the root causes? And if you are who you say you are, that is how you're supposed to approach it. When we're talking on the collective. Otherwise, you're just talking in circles and you're sitting up and arguing. And I don't have the energy nor the tolerance to do it because it gets you nowhere. Look at the data. Start having honest conversations. That's how you're going to make a difference. And like I say, and I say all the time, the collective black community can run around all they want and talk about civil rights. The black community can run around all they want and talk about black power. The black community can run around all they want and talk about the different religious groups, nationalities, more Indian, it does, none of that matters if you do not have healthy families. None of that matters 
if you do not have healthy families. No, um, no amount of group, no amount of label that you identify with, none of that matters if you don't have healthy families. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to come back with the part two. Oh, child, I thought I could get through this, but um, in one shot, apparently not. This is going to be longer. I'll come back next week and uh, we'll continue this up with Black Families and Child Support. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. I wish everyone well on this Monday. Peace and love, family. What?